rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're surprised. I know it. You're asking yourself, how can this be three days in a row? Well, I'm an excited man, and this is fun. <laughs> and you're listening to episode four of season episode, or season two <laughs> of Center of the Sun. Thank you for listening. It's Tuesday. Wait, is it Tuesday? Um, yeah, it's Tuesday, and you are listening to Center of the Sun. I am Andrew Gillum's text message, text text message app, and uh, yeah, that's the first headline I'm looking at today. I'm like, of course they found something random and irrelevant. Um, apparently he's connected to lobbyists. Oh, is that surprising? Okay, let me read the article. So. Um, the New York Times reports today, October the 23rd, that, um, I quote here, Dog by State Ethics Commission investigation into trips he took as mayor of Tallahassee, Andrew Gillum, the Democratic nominee of Florida, for Florida governor, rather, has insisted that all his travel was above board and paid by himself, his wife, and his younger brother. I don't even doubt him. Um, Apparently, there's some records of um, him communicating with some lobbyists who may or may not have whatever. I don't know. But it has nothing to do with his run for governor. If there was, address it. If not, can we, like, can we get a break, please? Because ain't nobody got time. Next. So, um, somebody asked me today what I thought about this Saudi Arabia thing. And I'm like, you know what? They did it. <laughs> they, of course, they did it. I'm like, I have no doubt. The man went in the damn um, 
building and came out chopped up. Of course they did. And of course they were all working together. And of course the man had a green card. Of course um, he's an American citizen. And of course we denied um, any connection to him and then denied even like now they're talking about doing something, but I'm, I don't even I don't even want to read it because oh my god, we treat people so terribly. Next on the agenda is um, the New York Times just reported as well that Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman on the Supreme Court, she revealed she has dementia today and that she would be withdrawing from public life as the disease advances. That is so sad because I was sure that like reading and like being smart was like gonna save us from dementia and no. Protect your brain people. Inflammation to in any capacity has data to prove that it over time um, ages your brain faster than if you did if you were not inflamed so stress and all kinds of things that cause inflammation dr sebi was right to a degree i think everybody's right to a degree but um yeah you have to you have to protect your brain um i insist on keeping my brain i insist on keeping my teeth i insist on keeping my eyes hopefully i probably won't keep my hearing because i listen to loud music because I'm a musician, I've always listened. I mean, it's it's inevitable. And I didn't realize that you lost your hearing fast, so fast. But anyway, I don't have any hearing loss right now. But, I mean, it's inevitable. Um, I'm already like, what? What? You know, kind of. So. But it just seems, it just feel it doesn't feel like an impairment. <laughs> so I just continue destroying my hearing. But, I mean, I'll regret it later. Hopefully there's technology then. I have trust in the human, in human capacity. But anyway, um, I wanted to talk about borderline personality disorder today. And the fact that I'm allergic to soap. Oh my God, it's so annoying. I'm so, if I'm scratching, I'm so sorry. But I ran out of, I normally, so on my blog, you all, um, I talked about minimalism. Like what I talk about on the show is like real shit. That I, <laughs> it's real. Um, and I'm um, thank you for listening to my dumbass show, but it's not dumb. Let me don't ever put yourself down. Number one rule: if you ever meet me in person, if you put yourself down, I will probably look at you crazy because I'm like, why would you put yourself down? Um, you are your biggest fan. You are your biggest critic. And if no one roots for you, who's gonna root for you? You have to root for yourself. So like, if all else fails, but that's how I was raised. So whatever. And all you guys are family. And then after them, it's you. So don't put yourself down like I just did. Do not follow my lead. This is not a dumb show. This is a great show. This show is iconic. So you better get in while it's still hot. But anyway, um, what, the sh what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So... Minimalism. I used to, I, there was an episode where I spoke about minimalism because I really believe like my grandma. So let's talk about Sandra Day O'Connor, like, but like my grandma's good, you know, hopefully. But at the same time, I believe that practicing minimalism 
and healthy eating, clean eating, not healthy, but clean eating, because you can be very unhealthy, but at the end of the day, I think it depends on the amount of chemicals that you put in your body, like literally try to minimize the amount of chemicals that you put in your body. So I follow suit. I'm like, well, I mean, y'all alive. Unfortunately, I was adopted, so I'm not biological, so I can't, it doesn't really like, it's not a good one-to-one match, but I'll still follow someone's lead if they give me a good habit. But minimalism, talking about minimalism, and on my blog, I talk about chemicals and um, decreasing them inside your body. I also and I also encourage you to decrease them on the outside of your body. So I suggested using Dr. Bronner's or some other generic version of organic Castile soap. That is, its first ingredient is coconut oil. And then subsequently put coconut oil on your skin after you get out of that of said shower prior to you leaving the bathroom because then once you leave the bathroom your skin is completely dry and then the coconut oil has no effect so for me it has been the cure for chronic dry skin aka eczema eczema (laughs) i love that meme you got eczema you got eczema you got eczema um (laughs) but um anyway minimalism does help in skincare for me that's my thing is like i do um i have alpha hydroxy acids in my toner and coconut oil and castile soap and clippers and literally that's it now i do use a face wash because i gotta be bougie I love being a hippie, but I also, like, being bougie is, like, my number one thing. So, like, I just can't help it. I'm, like, Beyonce, but, like, regular Beyonce. Like, if Beyonce was regular, I'm her. Like, I still feel like I should, like, have everything in the world, but I don't. So, I just accept what I can get. But, and I try to stay humble, but not really. Anybody got time to be humble. Being humble gets you nowhere. Just a thought. Also being nice, and that is anecdotal as fuck. But anyway, I wanted to talk about borderline personality disorder. Like, why you keep getting me off track? And by you, I mean you, bitch. Um, I have to go- I have to Google it because it's a clinical diagnosis. I think the phone hears me because it literally popped up. I just put B-O-R and it said borderline personality disorder. And it gave me a whole Wikipedia page. So uh, full disclosure, we are reading from Wikipedia. But BPD is also known as emotionally unstable personality disorder. Oh, my God. Before I read the Okay, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I probably have this. But ain't nobody going to steal my joy. And y'all ain't giving me nothing else just from emotionally unstable because no but I actually so before okay let me preface this whole thing I'm sorry let me take a let me take a sip of my Coors Banquet I drink like one beer a day I'm such a lightweight because I'm already tipsy like I get tipsy open like two sips I'm not even halfway through this (laughs) but I didn't eat dinner either and it's 7.42 in the post meridian Oh, so over the past three weeks or so, I've had 
three patients approach me in some like really like left field shit. Um, I work in a clinic where we conduct clinical research. So everyone's participation in that clinic is voluntary. So I'm constantly confused why people are angry when they come into my space. Cause I'm like, you don't have to come. Like you could have literally like gone to work and made $25 in the same time that you were mad at me making this $25. Like, you could have just handled your business and, like, came on a day where you just felt it was more comfortable for you. And that would have been completely fine for the Federal Drug Administration. It would have been completely... That would... Your voluntary um, rescheduling of your of your clinical trial appointment, um, if you requested it, no one's going to be like, oh, bitch, you're dumb. Like, you're fired. Like... This ain't The Apprentice, bitch. So I don't understand why you come up to my clinic and talk about when it's voluntary, like you signed the consent, you met my dumb ass before you started. You knew I was a little bit much, but it's in the field of sexual health. So I have the pleasure of working with nearly 100% gay men which sounds like a dream on the surface. No, it's actually the most fun job I've ever had. It's so fun. But these people are unstable because of the society. And it's nothing, it's not a fault to them. And it is really a mental illness. And I really believe in my region, in the region in which I live, people every, like nearly 100% of people have a mental illness and they don't know it. And um, I'm able to say that out loud to people, to other black men, especially black gay men, because I know I have a mental illness because of my, the way I was treated throughout, you know, in different, in different situations throughout my life. But I'm being treated for it. And I have been for the last 10 years, but I'm like, there are whole ass 30 year olds who have, who resist every bit of medication except for the HIV pill. And I'm like, so you trust this doctor, but you don't trust that doctor. So anyway, long story short, I had a training about borderline personality disorder today. Borderline, I can't talk. I'm so tired. And this like half a beer, I'm like, literally. Um, BPD is a mental illness and it's very clinical. That's the thing. Actually, the whole... So I had a training recently, and it was about mental health. But for some reason, my dumbass can't stop asking questions. But I'm legit curious. Like, if you think... So the whole reason why I started this show, so to be perfectly honest, is because I need more people to talk to. <laughs> I, need, I need to talk to people. I'm an extrovert, and no one's an extrovert. So I'm like, well, I'm going to talk. I can talk like all day and I have meaningful and like real authentic topics to talk about. Like, that's the thing about me. I'm like, how do I have this much in my head? But it's in my head and it will come out. Like if you're a person or if I anticipate you're listening to my words, I will just continue talking all day. 
So I went to this training and I'm like, mm, we were talking about PTSD, but I want to talk about catastrophic expectancy because in relation to traumatic experiences, especially for trans people, and I work in sexual health, so trans, any gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, sexual everything, my whole job is about figuring out how to retain how to how to reach out to and then retain people to be involved in clinical research which is multi-year involvement and in a lot of blood work and a lot of medical exams and stuff like this is like very nuanced work so the patients that i interact with though they are a pleasure also have a set of very alarming personality traits and disorders. So the one that popped up to me and it made perfect sense. Like when somebody explained it to me, I was like, Oh my God, like I feel so bad for calling them crazy, but I call people crazy. Do you call people crazy? If you do, that's ableist. Stop doing it. I'm going to continue doing it because I'm grown, but you should not do it. It's not good. Anybody that I speak a ableist term too hopefully will understand that it's not from malicious intent if I call somebody crazy I'm really at a loss for words like literally I don't know how to describe it and I'm from a rural part of the Midwest therefore I I talk very white but I also don't know how to talk and talking white is not a real thing so basically I don't know how to talk properly (laughs) but anyway borderline personality disorder that was very loud okay and that was Arizona tea anyway um is characterized by unstable relationships with people an unstable sense of self and uns and unstable emotions so if I had an unstable sense of self I might have this disorder but I actually don't have a disorder of my emotions because I truly believe that every emotion that I have is warranted, good or bad. So luckily, I've just not diagnosed myself. It's See how easy it is to be like, "Mm, do I have that? Mm -hmm." But you might have traumatic experiences, but you definitely probably don't have a disorder unless you go see a doctor. This particular trainer today was a master social worker who specializes in post-traumatic stress disorder. So BPD is very close in hand. And literally she brought a patient to me who she was like, he has BPD. Like B, he don't even want to talk to you. He don't, you made one mistake and he's like ready to rear in to like quit everything. I'm like, you know what? He's just a little gay boy. I just see, so first of all, all the people with BPD are like 300 pounds with muscles, and I'm like 185 with no muscles. But And I'm 6'2", so I'm like tall and skinny. And everyone is like extra muscular. Just want to turn up with me. It is what it is. It's fine. Because I will... You know how I was raised to fight? Jugular. Jugular. Yeah, go for the jugular. I don't fight. I go under the jail. How about that? How about those apples, bitch? Don't fucking threaten me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so anyway, anyway, I've been threatened three times. And not, like, physically threatened, but, like, 
you coming at me extra sideways and I don't know how to react, so I feel threatened. But, but that was before I realized that like people are really out here ducking and diving their identities and it causes it creates a borderline personality disorder I literally thought a borderline personality disorder was motherfucking what's his name what is that movie slice or splice or whatever the fuck like what split um, the, the movie Split, that is BPD to me, but that is like a fictional and an extreme case <laughs> because people really out here living double lives and really are emotionally unstable and I feel horrible. Like, I just want to just hug, but they'd probably kill me. Like, that's the thing is that like, you're so like when you let, oh my God. Uh, okay. Down low men, gay men. I have been told that I am both handsome and light-skinned. I accept those compliments. I guess they're compliments, handsome and being light-skinned. Light-skinned because of my proximity to white supremacy, whatever it is, what it is. It's an asset. I use it, and I'm not ashamed. But I also am not an agent of white supremacy. I have a fucking public health job. Like, I can't, like... I'm trying to not be an agent of white supremacy, but it is what it is. My whole family. Yeah, anyway, I don't have to explain shit. <laughs> anyway, because I am handsome and because I'm light skinned, people treat me a certain kind of way. It's called privilege. And it's normally in a good way. Like normally people like trust me immediately. Um, always want to have sex with me. And I'm like, really? Like I'm not even that damn sexual. How about I be, be alone? How about those apples? Um, I just get, you know, I've never really worked hard for anything, um, basically because of my privilege. And so it's astounding to me that people are like mean to me, like these like people would be with BPD or mean to me, especially when they're like, oh, like, okay, so one particular dude, his name, let's name him, let's name him Rashad. Okay, so Rashad is a very beautiful man. Like, never have I ever seen a man so tall and so, like, big and just pretty. Like, pretty in the face. with And then the, the testosterone, so you got the eyelashes and the, it's just a lot. But he's, like, too big. Like, you're on, like there's a threshold of, like, how big you want to be as a human because it's just, like, certain spaces you just don't fit in certain spaces. So if you're, like, 6'6", six, six, 300 pounds, all muscles, dark skin, beautiful man, you just have this presence. And so when you turn out to be actually gay, being that same man living in that same homophobic thing and you turn out to be a man who has sex with men because I actually never don't I didn't don't know his sexuality all I know is his HIV status it is what it is we're gonna let it go but um when you live on the D when you live on the DL and not only is the DL your sexuality but also your health status like what's wrong with you and like whose doctor do you go to and you're constantly 
hiding, but you're like 6'6 and 300 pounds, so you know you can't hide nowhere because everybody's looking at you all the time. Because I know that for, for a fact because I'm 6'2 and I'm just light-skinned and people don't, and don't leave me alone, so I know they don't leave your ass alone for any reason. You're strong, you're large, you're hand, you know, you're just like, it's just, it's a lot. And so when then when you interact with me, one day you're this way, a next day you are making up a fantasy, like literally, I'm like, and it was so, I was so astounded. I thought, I thought I was being ambushed by my boss. Like I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I was so confused. I was so confused. And I don't know my patients. I'm like, I don't know my fucking patients. But it ended up being good. And he actually apologized. And I'm like, this is the second apology. Now we have a pattern. Like, you are, like, angry, like, irrationally angry. And I wish, I wish you didn't have to go through this. And I just want to be your friend. I just want to hear you talk about your random shit and, like, let you talk. And, like, know that you won't commit suicide. Like, I just want you to be okay. And so that was the first patient. That was, like, three weeks ago. And then, like, last week, two patients popped off. Like, one patient I only met, like, briefly. So I'm still a little little perplexed about that one. We're going to have a talk tomorrow when I draw his blood tomorrow. Um, I called him today, like, are you good, sir? Like, you want me to draw you? Like, I'm so confused. Like, what is your problem? But then I thought about seeing him in the lobby and not recognizing him. And the, but like, right, you know how you recognize somebody like 30 minutes later? Like you see somebody, you're like, who is that? Like, I should know this person, but I don't. And then like three hours later, you're like, oh my God, that's Robert or whatever the person's name is. So Robert was sitting in the lobby of the main clinic because I work in a research clinic that's attached to a larger clinic, which is inside of a larger building which is actually on the campus of a larger university upon which a hospital was built. And so I walk up to, because there's only, so the thing about this building on this campus is there's like one lab. And I'm a research clinic, so I'm like, I kind of take the overflow. Oh, I take my patients and then I take whoever, me and the other phlebotomist for the main lab share resources we share we're friends so i went up there for some odd reason probably to ask her first like how do you draw a anticoagulation panel or something because i always fuck them up i've had like five canceled on me like i don't know how to fucking draw this because i'm not a phlebotomist i'm like how do i have this job (laughs) i'm not a phlebotomist anyway i've worked uh, yeah it just so happened life just comes at you fast and just take it when in doubt take the cheaper route I'm taking this cheaper route. <laughs> but I'm doing what I love with people that I love. With patients that I love. And, you know, it's, I love it. It is what it is. And I complain about it all the time. But I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day. So at the end of the day, God told me that I wasn't bored. And I'm like, you're right. It's fine. But anyway, Robert. BPD. I think I saw him in the lobby and I didn't say hi because I'm super friendly. Like, that's another reason why I have a show is like, I want to be friendly to people and I can't because people don't like it. <laughs> and especially in the lobby of an of an infectious disease clinic, like, I'm not going to be like, hey, girl, like, hey, Robert. Like, hey. But, um, but, any, but anyways, Robert, um, 
by the time I came, by the time I realized that it was him, he, um, I came back and he had his headphones on, you know, like Bluetooth headphones. And then, um, he has his arms crossed and I think he was mad that I didn't say hi to him. But that's like BPD, like because somebody didn't say hi to you, you're going to talk about me to your whole therapist and then deny even wanting to even interact with me because I did one mistake. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you are irrational. But then I didn't know he had BPD, though. And I, now I feel bad. And so I'm going to treat him nice tomorrow. But like, no, what you're not going to do. And like, black men only have like one, jo- one choice, one chance, rather. So you can't be popping off to my boss, even though my boss is cool. Like he was like, it's not an indictment on your actions. Just check their address before you send the cab to the wrong place. I'm like, whatever. Like, this is crazy. Like, how am I a phlebotomist, an inventory specialist, a researcher, a research assistant, a research nurse, a medical assistant, a kitchen minister? Like, what the fuck? Like, I can't. But sometimes it's an indictment. It's an affirmation of your skills. So it is what it is. So Wikipedia um, says that there is often dangerous behavior and self-harm, which I don't doubt. I feel so bad. Oh, my God. Because I called him crazy in the staff meeting. I was like, these people are actually crazy. Like, I will fight them. Like, what are you? What? Why? Why is this happening? But symptoms may be brought by seemingly normal events. So someone not saying hi to you is a big deal. And the behavior typically begins in early adulthood and occurs across a variety of situations. Substance abuse, depression, eating disorders are commonly associated with BPD. 10% of people are affected die by suicide. And that's what I'm really worried about because people really out here committing suicide for like no reason. Like, and it's... The thing about self-harm is that it's irrational, so the person that's committing it doesn't realize how irrational they are being. It causes, um, its causes are unclear, but seems to be genetic, societal, environmental, and neurological. It occurs about five more times, five more off, five times more often in a person who has an affected close relationship, so probably proximal too what the hell jumping across fucking air molecules and shit adverse life life events play a role so this is not some like weird like movie version like this is like literally like you so the way that i'm seeing it manifesting gay men is mainly when it is when like someone's hiding 100 percent of themselves and you only and they only get a glimpse they only get to like do what they feel is reality for like a very short period of time so men on the DL I've learned working in my clinic may have this borderline personality disorder and this is what causes them to like do irrational things like murder people and like so like all these trans women that are like being murdered i blame bpd for a lot of it because some of it is just straight up evil malicious like people just in cold blood just target people whatever but um you're like imagine the personality of a straight man in direct conflict with the personality of a non-straight man 
for whatever whatever non you know whatever reason that is the pressure the tox oh my god masculinity is so toxic and it's destroying people's lives and i'm seeing just like glimpse of it just like in the appointment process scheduling process <laughs> you know the appointment scheduling process i'm like how is this becoming an issue but one of the things what BPD is like one of the things that the therapist was saying was like you have to be so precise with time it's not even funny you can't even let them because it's a it's a test and um, it's a test to see what is a good object and what is a bad object and it's a and and I was like well I don't know nothing about it I'm not a therapist but how do I how do you describe it and she was like it is this equivalent of walking into a room and there being no air and I was like that has happened to me three times in the last like three weeks where I'm like I'm very confused and it's very awkward and there's an energy here an authentic energy preventing you from interacting with me on like a like a super superficial level like I'm so confused so anyway I want to hear your thoughts um have you interacted with anybody with BPD? Do you have BPD? Do you have any tips or tricks for my ass? Because I learn something new every day. Um, email me your feedback. Host at centrosun21.com. Uh, you can also tweet me at centrosun21 or at, on Twitter. Sorry, center, at centrosun21 on Twitter. Um, please give me some input about this. What has your experience been like? I'm now starting to understand it because I heard about this like last year and I, and they were like, just look it up. It's easy to understand. And I'm like, but I don't want to look it up. And I never did. And then now I'm like, Oh shit. I should have looked it up. But anyway, thank you for listening. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic, ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years. Years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.